0: Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich. And we are recording episode number 198, getting very, very close to that big number of 200. As we approach that, we have some really great episodes. I mean, aren't they all great? (laughs) My intention is to make them pretty great every single week. But this week, we have a Director of Operations spotlight. And today, we have Kaylee Welch, who is joining us. Kaylee is a certified DOO who specializes in helping small businesses scale while maximizing productivity, efficiency, and profit. If you are an operator listening to this today, those three things should be the focus of what you deliver. And it's so great that Kaylee includes that here. She is the owner of Optimize My Business, which offers small business strategic operations support in a fractional and project-based capacity. Kaylee, I'm so excited to have you.
1: Yay, I'm so excited too. I have my plaque here with me.
0: <laughs> awesome. Yes. Isn't that crazy how we look forward to that? I know as as we get closer yeah. and closer in the cohort to finally graduating, people are like, when's my stuff coming in the mail? And actually I'm mailing out round 16s today. So oh my goodness. It, lots of fun goodies in the mail. I know I just gave a high level introduction of you. Do you want to dive a little bit deeper and share more about who you were before you came to the certification?
1: Ooh, that's a long list. I definitely don't have a traditional path by any means. It's a long and windy road. I started out in nursing and then I got my master's in occupational therapy. Somewhere in between that, I worked in admin for a nonprofit. And everything kind of came to a fork in the road when I got pregnant with my son. I realized that like my long commute of 50 minutes was not gonna cut it. I was really sick with my pregnancy. So I wanted to find a way to work from home. And I got introduced to the world of virtual assistants. So I started doing a lot of research. So once I had my son while on maternity leave, I became a virtual assistant and I quickly was able to obtain four different clients and I was able to make enough money to, to leave my, my occupational therapy position. We were still very much getting by and I, I was like maxed out on hours and capacity. And, you know, I had my newborn at home. So I started to search for a way to up level. I didn't have that term at that time, but I knew I had more to offer, but I just didn't know how to approach, you know, an up-leveling of a position with the current clients that I served. So I actually, I never became familiar with the term operations until I saw a job posting for an operations manager for an online business. And I started reading through the job posting and I was like, this is me. Like, this is everything that I love to do. So I was like, I've got to learn a little bit more about this world of operations. And so I ended up searching in the podcast search bar. I just typed in operations and I found your podcast and I started binge listening to it. And it was such a God moment for me too. I was actually putting my son down for a nap and my heart was beating out of my chest and I got like chills and I was like, this is me. And I was just kind of listening to episode after episode. And at that time you were promoting, you know, another round opening. And I called my husband immediately and I was like, Hey, we've got to do this. (laughs) And he's like, uh, okay, you've just got your master's. Like, what do you mean? Like, we're barely making it. I was like, I don't know. But she's talking about return on investment and we can make it happen. Like, I'm competitive. We'll do it. We'll get it done. And then the rest is history.
0: <laughs> oh, Kaylee, this is so awesome. I did not know <laughs> that you found me on a search bar. In... yes, that is so cool. I love yeah. the power of... I mean, just the power SEO, of podcasting. Baby, yeah. SEO, baby. <laughs> SEO. <laughs> Holla <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. we just ironically share somewhat of a similar path, at least from an educational perspective, both coming from more of a medical background, me in the nursing and healthcare space, and you, I mean, both in healthcare and as an OT. And I just want to dive into that because it's a unique perspective because we both spent more money than we had to get a master's degree. And we came out of school with debt and we walked into careers that we thought were going to be our forever careers. And we just don't know what we don't know. And now as a mother of teens that are about to fly the coop, I see them like stressing over what they're going to do, quote unquote, when they grow up. And I'm thinking about the debt that comes with that. And it's just a perspective that we don't have because I and you and lots of other people listening to this followed our heart and, you know, did our best to choose a profession and a pathway, probably a college, probably a degree plan that we thought would serve us for the rest of our lives. And I think that those days are just gone. And part of yeah. me is like, man, you know, our parents may have had it a little bit easier because they didn't have as many options. They didn't have as much, you know, available to them. And especially being female, Kaylee, you know, our our moms, my mom, a little bit more untraditional because we grew up in a single parent family and she was definitely a hustler. Mm-hmm. At 70 years old, she's still a hustler. <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway, but just females <laughs> from my mother and our parents' generation, they just didn't have as many options out there. And so you saw a lot of what I call cookie cutter careers. And, you know, you see nurses, you see teachers, you see administrative, you know, staff. That's what women really, I'm not saying they were limited to, but that's the options that were often in their face. And as I see your generation, my kids' generation, I just see so many options available to us as, as my children are looking at degree plans and stuff. The options are infinite and I don't believe that they are looking at anything as this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. They really look at it like a stepping stone. And I think for, for us, maybe we would have made different decisions. I mean, we can't go back and, you know, course, correct anything, but, or change anything. Right. We can course correct moving forward. But I think for us, both having the gift of the aha and our children and life circumstances what made us stop and think you know what do i really have to do this and then right the other thing just living in this day and time where we have so much accessibility and oh yeah we you and i and lots of other people on this planet right now are able to actually define their future. Whereas yeah, whether it was tools, whether it was limiting beliefs, whether it was opportunity, whether it was economy, geography, like all of those things have held us back and kind of contained us. And wow, I think we are just at the right time, the right place to write the script for who and what we want to be. And hearing your story and letting your child, the you know, the birth of your child really be the instigator for what's the best, next best version of Kaylee as a mom, as a wife, as a provider, as an ambitious woman, and getting to do that ourselves. Like, I just want to celebrate that and the gift that we both have really taken and, and
1: Yes, Yeah. And I think to your point about limiting beliefs, I think growing up as a woman, I don't know. I mean, I know that there's, a whole discourse on this out there. I'm not going to get into that, but I look back and I, I really was a person that required a lot of permission in order to do something. I thought I had to look outward for permission and I really wasn't confident in myself. I was very much a people pleaser. It was like, okay, who's an authority and what should I do? And will that please you? how do I please you? How do I be the right person in society? But I never knew how to look inward and ask myself those questions really until I had my son. I mean, and to your point of, you know, that being a transformative moment for me, like I've thought about this because I've, I really truly have transformed over the last two years that my son has been born. And then after taking a certification as well, in terms of career, but, you know, I, I think about it and I really, I feel that life offers you these opportunities for transformation, but they come sometimes in two ways. My son, it, it happens to you. It's something that you had no hand in. Like I couldn't choose like, for me to think differently once i had my son that was just like for me like a miraculous mm-hmm. awakening you know of who i am as a person and then i think transformation also comes by way of opportunity and that's how i look at this certification for me i had the opportunity and the chance to say yes to it and to allow it to transform me and so i'm thankful so thankful Natalie for the work that you and your team have done because it has transformed me and my family's life and elevated us. I'm making twice as much now than I was before as an OT, but more than money. You know, I, I feel like I can hold my own in a room of executives, you know, of people who I normally would have been intimidated by and wanted permission and wanted you know, affirmation, but now it's actually coming from within and I can actually stand tall and be like, no, like I Mm -hmm. have so much confidence and so much to offer. So yeah, I think the word transformation has just been really evident for me over the past two years.
0: Awesome. And going through the certification, I know that I saw you evolve. I literally got to have a hand in in the front row seat in watching you evolve And with my son on my lap. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. That happens. But what was it about the certification in your words and from your perspective that allowed you the permission, the guidance, the what, what was it that allowed you to step into your next best self?
1: Yeah. So I think that you and your team, you have built it so intentionally that the way you communicate, the way you speak really does connect with the ideal audience, the ideal person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've always been kind of weary of like marketing tactics and do this Mm -hmm. and do that. But I've realized like when you're doing it from a very authentic, intentional place, like it does, like you're attracting an ideal customer, but it's like, you know, you're speaking to the person as, you know, their soul, (laughs) like it's not just for money, for income or whatever. So I will say that there's that connection piece. Like I connect with your mission and and your team and the way you guys operate as a whole. So I think that provided a layer of safety and security for me to kind of fumble my way through this new career path without being intimidated. So it was offered to me in a very safe, secure way. And I almost look at it as like the mentorship I never had. You know, I kind of always thought like, you know, I'm really driven. I'm always like the top, you know, of my class and I'm always like doing the the best and whatever. Like I'm, you know, there's some good and bad things that come with that. Mm -hmm. So I always thought, well, if I had like a powerful business mentor, Mm -hmm. like I feel like I could be at the top of whatever I wanted to do, but this offered that opportunity, right? Like it offered the tools that I needed to become my best self. And it was all encompassing. It was a very holistic program. It wasn't a course that I could kind of binge watch at my leisure. It was mentorship. It was coaching. And I think that's what really offered the transformative piece. And then even more than that, like it's continuing to op- open opportunities for myself because business owners are now becoming aware of the certification. I've talked to a handful of people that I had interviewed with that knew your name and knew the certification. and and that is, you know, another level of opportunity as well. And then more than that, again, is community. Yeah. <laughs> so I have an alumni community. I have people that I can go to with questions. So it's, it's not just like a one and done. Oh, that was cool. It's like an ever evolving community support system that I'm a part of now. And I feel like I belong, which is like, hello, Everything. why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sign me up for that. What do your clients, how different
0: has your business changed or how different is it from the, the four VA clients?
1: So different. Before I was a like, yes, 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 yes. I'm a robot. I will do anything you want. Mm -hmm. You know, I, if it's in scope, out of scope, I don't even have language for that. I was just like, oh, you're paying me and I get to work from home and be with my baby. Sure. I'll do everything, Yes, but it's like, that's not good for the business. And that's not good for me as a whole. That doesn't serve me or serve my family, but I didn't have a framework or confidence to draw from. I didn't even, I didn't have the language for what I wanted. I didn't have the language for what I needed. And so that's what this certification gave me is is a framework and the language to be able to step into who I am and to ask for that to be valued. And that has been the case after the fact now. It's like, I know how to say no, and I know why I'm saying no. And it's not because I'm lazy or a bad worker or this or that. It's because I know that it's going to add value to you and to myself in the end. And I'm not willing to compromise those things. So I will definitely say that the clients that I serve now, it's high quality and intentional, valuable working relationship and partnership. Whereas before it was, you know, I'm a task rabbit basically.
0: Yes. So like earlier when we were talking about your background, your interest, you know, the path that you studied in school, even tying it back here where I was telling you like secretarial work and, you know, administrative work and, you know, healthcare professions and teachers, like your traditional female careers, like why did we all gravitate or why did our parents or society tell us those are female careers or those are the careers that women do best? And you know, not to get super deep and philosophical, but the reason that that is a nomenclature and a thing out there is because all of those skills that you see, the underlying skills from all of those professions, granted, there are some nuances, but by and large, the skills that you see there are operational skills, right? So you had those Innate skills in you, and a lot of women do. So, we have those innate operational skills. Now, we're not nerdy and we don't call them that. So, you know, that's where the search bar comes into play, but you already (laughs) had those skills. And a lot of times, when we're making a change in our career, it is so common. And I found myself in the same place where we're wanting to make that jump. We make the jump and Like you said, we don't have the framework because it's new to us. And so by default, we go back to the safest place, which is what I call your lowest common denominator. And you had the choice to do that. And to some degree, you did. A lot of us do and have. In my case, I left corporate. I started my business. I essentially started as, you know, I flirted with being a virtual assistant because I didn't know what that this world was out here, right? Totally. Part of me was inventing what I wanted to do. And the other part was like, where's the path? I'll take the easiest path. And the only path that I saw was to do virtual assistant type of skills, which put me into that yes, 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 and the yes, ma'am class. And I knew that that wouldn't serve me for who I was. And so I did a lot of work really quick to jump into that project management space Because hello, I had all this, you know, experience behind me, but in drawing into the response that you just gave us, like making that jump and needing that framework, you had the opportunity and you saw for yourself. I mean, ultimately we all have the opportunity, but you, we as individuals have to seize it. And I feel so grateful to have taken the time in my world to have created and to just, It took a lot of time for me to document how I do what I do because I was writing it my own self. You know, I wasn't using a cheat sheet, but that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted other people because I knew I wasn't a unicorn as much as I I don't even want to be a mythical figure, but I knew that I was (laughs) surrounded by people. I was making, you know, friendships and connections to people who were just as great as me. And I wanted them to be able to dive in and be as successful as I was. So I I did my best to document everything, to give, to hand that framework over to people so that women specifically don't slide back in their search for wanting and desiring to become their next best self. They don't get stuck in the easy button, right? I mean, all of us want that, but really do high achieving, ambitious women get very far when we take the easy path. No, no, never. No. And we'll, we'll do that cookie cutter, you know, all of a sudden all of our businesses look the same, which don't really serve us. And that certainly didn't sit well with me. So I wanted to, to kind of dive into that piece because you, you have the skills, everyone listening here, most of you guys have operational skills. They're innate to us. And we come by them, honestly, truly, like God designed women like this. And not saying 100% of people are gonna be fabulous operators or even have the interest in being operators. But a lot of us have taken... Experiences, a path, a degree plan, have work and job histories that serve us super well in the next best version of ourselves. And we don't have to just continue the same path. And I'm proud of you, Kaylee, for stopping that path. And yes, it was your child. And yes, that was another kind of out of awakening, as you put it, that made you stop and say, hmm, what does Kaylee really want? And how does she want to serve? And and where we're at now is really uh, I'll just make it up kaylee 3.0 and we know that kaylee <laughs> we know that kaylee 10.0 is actually not that far away and and as your older wiser mentor <laughs> i promise you <laughs> kaylee 10.0 is not that far away yes. but thank you for seeing that this is the framework that would allow you to expedite your success and i love hearing that it has From a client perspective, are your clients, I know that you said that they have up-leveled as well, but are you serving the same clients? Do you have different clients? And then also, can you touch on what the services that you offer them today?
1: Yeah, so my one virtual assistant client actually hired me as a DOO for her business. So yeah, so that was amazing. She actually immediately like saw the value in it as soon as we did the strategic mapping. She actually flew to Nashville and we did it in person and was just like blown away. And literally last week, I love her so much. I mean, she teared up and she was just like, she said, I'm so thankful for you. I'm not alone in running this business. So, you know, I think there's a lot of solopreneurs out there who hire 1099 contractors, multiple VAs, and just become, just get it done type of a thing. But if you're wanting to really elevate your business and to be very, very intentional, I think it's so key to bring in that strategic thought partner, which is what a DOO is, who can really take the reins and help drive results and allow the CEO to be their creative, visionary, you know, mouthpiece for the business. And that's not what I want to do. Like I want to do the other stuff and she doesn't want to do that stuff. So I've really kind of taken on a role of leadership in the business and am valued for that. We've created new income streams. We have grown her business like 2x since before I was brought on the team. And yeah, we have a path forward and it's really exciting. It's very fulfilling to be a part of that transformation. So yeah, I don't know if I fully answered your question or if I got off the tangent. No,
0: I love it. I really want to, I think people are very interested in what does your life as a ZOO look like? Who do you work with? Is it really different? And, you know, and I think by and large, what I hear from a lot of people is the quality of client is different. The reliability oh, totally. in being yeah. able to get paid is different. That's a big deal, oh, totally.
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And ask for a higher rate mm-hmm. and you know, have confidence in doing that. And I think what it's also allowed me to do is have a holistic picture of a business as a whole to be able to talk to the CFO, to be able to understand how finances relate to every project that we have, every launch that we have, to think about cash flow, to think about all of these different you know, holistic pictures of a business that I never really looked at before because I was just focused on the task. And it's allowed me to be curious, to ask more questions, to dive deeper. And sometimes I almost feel like, well, my client says, she's like, I feel like you're my boss. I feel like you're my life coach. And I love that. I think that's so cool. You know, again just speaking to that value of being that strategic thought partner and then also, I think a really big thing is human resources I you know I never understood like team management and the heartbeat behind it and how to manage a team and how to hire how to onboard so that was a, a huge piece as well but I honestly it's so funny maybe it's overconfidence but I'm like dang I could start a business I know mm-hmm. how to make something profitable like I know how to make something work like, So again, it's just opened up a whole nother opportunity for me and for my life trajectory. And I will say again, like your program isn't like a business in a box, as you say, but it does offer frameworks that you can really lean on and make your own. And that's what I've done when it comes to reporting. You know, what am I reporting? What am I doing? How is it adding value? Like Thinking through that instead of being like, oh, my hourly rate is this and I worked 20 hours and this is what that, I don't track my hours anymore. And that's been like this freeing thing for me. It's value-based pricing and it's evident in my reporting and it's evident in tracking financials and tracking data and KPIs. And again, that's something that I've been able to learn through this certification as well.
0: Yes. You mentioned in your bio that you do project-based work as well. So Mm -hmm. we've been talking about your retainer client, which is probably a significant amount of energy, effort, time in your week. And how does the project part of your business
1: work? That has come about ever since I took the strategic mapping module. So that was my goal is to get my return on investment. And I did obtain that So that's the project-based aspect of my business. So through my other client, I've been introduced to a couple people in her world and, you know, I'm able to take on anywhere from like one to three, like VIP days type situations. I had one client, potential client recently say, Oh, like, I'd love to fly out. (laughs) And I'm like, what you want to fly out to talk about like your business and your goals. (laughs) Like how cool. But yeah, so that's mainly what the project-based aspect is. And then, you know, of course, I have the opportunity to specialize in other things now, like hiring, you know, onboarding, data and KPI management, tracking, things like that. So yeah, it's kind of turning into lately more of an advisory type situation where it's like a consult call, but started out mainly just with that strategic mapping deliverable.
0: Yes, and I think that's, I mean, that's one of the very first things that we teach in the program because we want you to implement that in your existing clients and former clients. We want you, well, ultimately we want you to practice it so that you can truly step in as that thought leader and that strategic partner, which is, that's what changes the game for people. You know, that's where you start to see the value in yourself. That's where you stop hiding behind doing the task. And a lot of people come to us looking for, Everybody who comes to us wants to become the next best version of themselves. They may not put it in those exact words, but they want to work with higher quality clients. They want to be seen for the goodness that they have and not be that guest person that we both have been in those mm-hmm. positions. So, I mean, there's there's a ton of opportunity and everybody gets to customize it to themselves. And I'm glad to see that you kind of have a hybrid model of both retainer mm-hmm as well as a few projects. And I did that in my business as I was building it too. From a service provider perspective, it was so nice. I talk about this inside of the certification and maybe even on a couple podcasts, but the retainer paid my bills. The retainer was what kept food on our table, my yes. husband from worrying, Same. me from worrying. And yes. I love that. And then as I increased my rates, I had a little bit more capacity because I wasn't trying to juggle four and five retainer clients at one time, which is by the way, miserable no. in this capacity. No. Yeah. Because when you take on strategic work, you really can't price it by hour. You mm-hmm. know, you're, This stuff is just, it's bigger, it's weightier, it's heavy. Sometimes it can be unexpected, but we're not talking about that. So I remember just, you know, once I kind of transitioned from that, bringing on the opportunity to do a little bit of a cash injection. And so I did that through strategic mappings. And I remember this was, you know, I took a huge pay cut. I left a healthy executive career to start a business with very little severance. Okay. That severance would not have held us over for even, you know, six months. And so I had to go to work really, really quickly. And I still didn't want to, nobody wants to lose the lifestyle you had when you had cushion. Right. And so right. as soon as I got stable with retainer clients, I was like, oh, what can I do here? And I, the strategic mapping was such an aha for people. It came natural to me. And as my clients were coming back and saying like, wow, I had the same thing happen, Kaylee, where my clients were referring me to other clients because they were so like, wow, this is really cool. But I couldn't take on any more retainers. And so I was doing strategic mapping, you know, and that was the deliverable. And that allowed me to bring in that cash injection. I remember in 2017, we took a family vacation that was purely funded from doing strategic mappings. That's and. Awesome. Yes, it was, I still remember, I still kind of get chills and I'm very proud about it because those two years we were not living like we were, you know, when both my husband and I were both making corporate executive incomes, right? So it was a big deal to kind of, it was, a, I would say, just very gratifying to make it back and then to be able to, in turn, teach this model to so many people who have the opportunity to do the exact same thing. So yes, it was fulfilling. fulfilling.
1: And, And also I can still be a mom. Like I have you know, in-home childcare, and I can go downstairs and eat lunch with him and things like that. And that's been the greatest blessing to me mm-hmm. is not, you know, having to leave him in daycare, but still be able to provide for my family. So that's been a huge blessing.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm so grateful. And I know you are too, that we are just at the time and place that we have leveraged the opportunities around us, that we have seen betterness within ourselves by. Stepping into that, what I call a legacy life, right? Like both of us wanted to be present for our children. We both wanted the boxes, if you will. You know, I want to be the best wife I can be so that we have a healthy, long lasting marriage. I want my house to be really functional. I want my children to know my legacy while we're sharing the earth together, right? You know, I want to be active and involved with their sports, with their activities, with their friends, with their friends' parents. I want to be. All of the things, and that's not rare. Like that is not just a Natalie thing. I feel like in our community, that is a very, very normal thing. And I'm just so grateful yeah. that this is an option today. I mean, it was not yeah. an option when I went what an to incredible work. Incredible
1: opportunity. Yeah, like 30 years and ago, it's this still was opening an opportunities. In you know October, my client asked me to join her on stage at a conference to talk about how hiring a doo has changed her life and her business. and I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. That's a thing I can like talk about this. How cool. Like, you know, it's just constant and it's evolving, you know, with the creator economy and where we're all at with online businesses and things like that. It's just the opportunities are extremely exciting to me. So. Yes.
0: Well, Kaylee, thank you so much for being here today. And I love to spotlight students who come into our program, who just get to work. Obviously, You know, I celebrate you selling the couple strategic mappings while you were in and active as a student so that you could get your return on investment. And then, of course, securing that healthy retainer. And I mean, ultimately, we want you to find your next best self. And I also feel like I do my work. We do our work as a team when we help you to achieve the milestones and get that return on investment because none of us take it for granted. And I applaud you for being the person who took action. I remember right from the very beginning, I mean, you came in here and you were like, you were doing it. You took every single piece (laughs) of content. You went to work with it. You asked really good questions. You showed up to every single session. You engaged. Was Gabby your accountability advisor? It was actually Lynette. Oh, (laughs) Okay, it was like, I did
1: meet with Gabby at first. I think the Lynette was out, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, just leveraging that. I remember looking through your notes, which we do on a regular basis, just to make sure that everyone's getting everything that they want out of it. So congratulations on all that you have done, your success. You, and then just seeing you, your energy, You, I know that you're in a really good place. And what a yes. gift to your clients, your family, your son. So good. If you were sitting across the table right now from somebody who was considering the DOO program, what would you say? What would you tell them?
1: Oh, I want to speak to that part of you that is like, is this real? Could this be real? Like, is this? There's no way. Like, you know, but it's like you've got the sweaty palms, you've got the heart beating out of your chest, and you're like, is this possible? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And I, I've said this before in a previous video, but I, you know, you hear about these marketing promises that people offer, you know, promise of transformation, a promise of this and that. And you, you know, as a buyer, you always wonder like, is that real? Is, is it worth it? Is my money worth it? Yes. I mean, a thousand times over. Yes, I am. I've transformed going through this program. And I would say like seize that opportunity because it is an opportunity. You can choose to say yes to it and you can choose to say no to it. Life will continue to give you opportunities for transformation. But I would say if you at all have that little inkling of, of desire or at all have that understanding that, oh, they're speaking to me, then I would say, you know, do whatever you can to seize this opportunity now.
0: So cool. Thank you so much for sharing. Alrighty, we are going to wrap up today. If you guys are like Kaylee and you're ready to step into your next best version by leveraging your operational skills, those innate skills that you've had, you've been practicing with your entire life that have led you to the success that you have had, but you're still curious about what else is out there, then I definitely want you to head over to directorofops.com Take a peek at the information that's available to you. I know you guys are fact finders. You want to know all about the program and you can find lots of information there. Ops.com, we are accepting applications and you will find the application link there on the page. Alrighty, friends. Thank y'all for hanging out. Kaylee, thank you for being here, friend. And Thank you. Yes, and you'll hear from me next week.